How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure you have smashed that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the show a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight into today's episode. Now today I wanted to talk a little bit about creating attractive and engaging content. Content at the end of the day is the reason people follow you on social media. If you aren't creating good content, then you're never going to turn those page visitors into followers or possibly even get page visitors in the first place. It's something that you've got to constantly improve on and always be consistent with. What most people say is content is king. Without great content, nothing else will follow. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about creating attractive and engaging content. So without any further ado, let's just dive straight into the first point. Number one. Something that people don't always consider is optimizing their posts for all viewing sizes. You've got to remember that people don't just stumble across your content in their feed. You've got to think about people seeing it on the explore page, within hashtags, when they just come onto your profile. Because if it doesn't fit that smaller viewing size, as well as the larger one that appears in the feed, then you may lose valuable reach. Your headline slide or your single image post may look fantastic large. But as soon as it's shrunk down into that smaller size, it may instantly lose all of that appeal. So ensuring that your text doesn't blend into the background at all, ensuring that it's bold and easily readable, making sure that you aren't using too many elements that drown out the headline text. I'm just assuming you're creating a carousel here because that's the majority of content I produce myself. And that headline slide is incredibly, incredibly important. It's the one that does appear on your feed. It's going to be the one that does grab that attention when people are scrolling through the feed. And if that headline text itself isn't easily readable, both large and small, then you are potentially losing reach that you wouldn't have if it had been easily readable in both. So when you're creating your content, just always be careful and mindful of the fact that there are two viewing sizes. Test it out. Make it look good on your screen when you're editing, but then take a look at that cover slide in your camera roll as the smaller square option and just ensure that it is still easy to consume as that size also. So moving on to tip number two simplify and now i had a whole podcast episode in fact the last podcast episode talking about why simplifying your content in my opinion is one of the best things you can do but it's just something i wanted to re-touch on here in today's episode in my opinion less is more one sentence max per carousel slide as a content creator the ability to make anything no matter how complicated it may be seem simple That's where the real talent lies. You don't make yourself look clever by putting all this industry jargon or abbreviations in your content. You show your expertise by making anything seem simple. So don't have 
a crap ton of text on every single slide. Nobody wants to read that. If somebody wanted to read a book, they would go and read a book. They're on social media. They want quick fire content that's going to help them improve what they're doing day to day. So less is more. Less text just to avoid people losing attention. Now, another thing I wanted to mention is when I say less is more, I also mean the fact that you don't need to overdo it when it comes to design. A lot of people think that the more design aspects you bring into your piece of content, the better it's going to look or the more attractive it's going to be and therefore people are going to engage with it more. It's not the case. You've got to think every single piece of design you add to your piece of content is actually drawing away from the main point of your post, which is the text that is included on it. I may have just one line of text on my slide, but if I then distract everybody with all these different design elements around the page, I'm actually distracting from the main point. That's why with my content, I just have a line of text on a blank, black or white background. My content could not get simpler. It's, it's almost comical how simple my pieces of content are, but it works. It works for me, and I found a piece of content that I like to create in the style I like creating, and it's almost a bonus because the more simple it is, the quicker it is to create. I'm not having to play around with all these design aspects. I'm just copy and pasting a line of text on a blank background. So it's just another little added bonus of simplifying. So... This also mentions the point of white space. White space is the area around your text that you just allow your text to breathe. You need this white space. That is going to draw the attention to the main focal point of the post. You do not want to distract from the value. The value is the most important thing. Always, always, always think of that. When you are viewing your content, be honest with yourself. What's the first thing that draws your attention? Hopefully it's the text. If it's anything else, you need to change it. Your text is always the number one priority because that is where the value lies. So let's move on to the next point. This is just another slight design technique, but whenever you are writing out your text, I would always left align it. So when you read it, the whole of the left-hand side aligns down the page. It's just easier to read. When you're reading a book, you read from left to right. You don't have to jump between each indentation. If you were to center your text, it's much more difficult to read because one line may start here, the next one may start in here, the next one may start out there. It's just much harder for the eye to read what you've written. Whereas if you just left align everything, then when your viewer's actually reading your text, you're just making it as easy for them as possible. And that's all you need to be doing as a content creator, making your piece of content as easy to consume as you possibly can. And definitely don't consume them by right aligning it because then it's just really hard to read because then if you do go onto a new line, the likelihood of the indentation being there is extremely high. The best one is probably where it aligns both sides. But left align your text if you don't have that option. Always left align just makes your content far, far easier to read. Now, the final point I wanted to mention is carousel related. When you view a carousel, obviously you scroll between various slides, but you want people to be consuming your whole carousel from start to finish. You want to encourage them to read to the next slide. You can't just expect them to. So there are a few things you can actually do to encourage people to scroll to the next slide. If you look on my content on the headline slide, I always have the word swipe with directional arrows. 
people instantly know then that it is a carousel that they're consuming opposed to a single image. If I didn't put swipe, people may not realize it's a carousel. Just look at the headline and assume that I've just written four random words and then they scroll onto the next piece of content. Whereas if I've got swipe, people instantly know it's a carousel and they need to swipe. So telling people to swipe is one thing you could do. Adding elements such as arrows is another point. Just in the bottom right hand corner, for example, just have an arrow that points to the next page. Simple as that. You could also have elements that overlap from one slide to the next. So for example, you could just have running along the bottom of your screen a consistent line of arrows, but the end arrow actually overlaps onto the next slide. So that almost draws the eye across to the next page. So when they're scrolling, they constantly need to know they need to keep scrolling until they get to the very, very end slide. Other than the swipe on the first headline slide, I don't have any of the other things. The way I get people to scroll between my slides is having a storytelling aspect. I leave them wanting more. I don't just give everything away on the first slide. I build up that need to want to know what's on the next slide. I build up that desire to want to know the value that's hidden at the end. A common structure people love to use in content is ADA, attention, interest, desire, action. Attention is obviously your headline slide, but then interest could be from slides two to six. And on those interest slides, you are constantly building up that desire to want to get to those value slides, or as they're called in the ADA formula, the desire slides. So you may be asking them a question. Do you currently struggle with this? Have you experienced this in the past? And they're constantly going, oh yeah, that's me. That's me as well. Oh, I have experienced that. And then they're scrolling because now they know, oh, if I scroll now towards the end of this carousel, I'm gonna get the solution to the problem I've had for a while. So the storytelling aspect is the thing that's actually keeping them scrolling, opposed to the elements or the overlap or being actually told to swipe to the next slide. And then on slide seven to nine, that's where you provide them with that value. Because if you are making them a promise at the beginning of that carousel, and then you don't deliver on that promise, they're going to be left incredibly disappointed. And then they probably won't engage or potentially share your piece of content with other people, which is what you want. But if you're building up that desire, making it seem really, really important, and then delivering on that promise you've made, people are going to love you. So think about how you are structuring your carousels, the story you are telling, because that is another thing that's going to keep people engaged and keep them scrolling from slide to slide to slide. And that wraps up how you can make your content more attractive and more engaging. Let's just recap the points. So number one, you need to remember that you have to optimize your post for all viewing sizes, not just the feed. Remember that it's going to appear on the explore page within hashtags on your actual grid, not just the feed. So it needs to look big, but it also needs to look good small. Number two, you need to make sure that you are simplifying your content. Less is more. If you can make a concept simple, no matter how complicated it may be, you are an amazing creator. Just keep doing what you're doing. Point number three, left align your text. It's super, super, super simple, but it makes your content far, far easier to consume, which in turn helps increase that engagement. And then finally, 
Think about the structure of your content, especially if it's a carousel. Think about your storytelling. How are you gonna keep people engaged? Because the story you tell is gonna keep people swiping from slide to slide to slide. Now that does wrap up today's podcast episode. But before you go, I did just want to let you all know that I have released my first ever digital product the Instagram Mastery Bundle. It contains everything that I wish I had when I first started creating my personal brand on the platform. Inside, you'll find the complete guide to success on Instagram ebook, an 83-page goldmine that contains everything you need to know to go from complete beginner to expert. You also get 10 Adobe Illustrator content templates so that as soon as you finish reading that ebook, you can begin creating phenomenal content for your audience. You also get access to the private social media marketing school, Facebook community, an area for you to collaborate with like-minded individuals who want to achieve amazing things on social media. But that is still not it because you also get an ebook that debunks seven of the most common Instagram myths and 130 real ideas, story ideas, and headline templates. But you want to know the best part? All of that costs just $19.99. So if you want to get the Instagram Mastery Bundle, head down to the show notes or head over to my Instagram page and click the link in my bio because this is the cheapest price that this bundle is ever going to be at. Now that is enough promotion from me and that does wrap up today's podcast episode. If you did enjoy, I'd really appreciate if you hit that subscribe button or that follow button depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you did enjoy, I would really appreciate if you head over to the show page and left the podcast a five-star rating and review. Just really helps me with the podcast algorithm and gets more people listening to this podcast. So every little helps. But if you have any questions with regards to anything I've mentioned in today's episode, please just reach out to me on Instagram at the Marketing Ethan. Send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you no matter what. But if you have made it to this point in the podcast episode, I just want to finish up by saying thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.